0: Welcome to Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name is Kevin. And my name is Daniel. And this is. Could it be true? It is. It's episode 69! Nice. Oh, episode 69, it's so fine, your ears are gonna be treated to this podcast and wine Today we're gonna wine and
1: dine in 69 these roommates It's true Get ready, get
0: pop, ready Pop open your, your favorite alcohol, uh-huh. get a little warm, mm-hmm. <laughs> get a little warm in there <laughs> You guys feel warm? <laughs> It's a warm summer for you. Why am I doing an Adam Sandler? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. It's a warm... I don't know. It's garbled. It's garbled. I like it, though. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Just, just sit down, guys. We're going to we're gonna take care of you, okay? Yeah. You know? It may be your first time. It's our first time, too. We're all nervous here, but we're friends.
1: I feel like the last three years mm. have been leading up to this moment. It's We've been waiting for I've it. I've often huh? said I could retire at this point. <laughs> it's
0: done. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The save room is over. Much... <laughs> and the village rejoiced. <laughs>
1: You thought you would find us at PAX, but we're actually canceling our PAX uh, <laughs> appearance, and you won't even find us there, because that's how
0: committed to this idea we that's are. That's okay. They never verified our panel, or answered any of our emails, or acknowledged us yeah. <laughs> in any form or because nobody in the industry acknowledges us as a whole. I mean, we don't tell people that we exist. <laughs> it's true. That's part of it. Yeah. You know? I think that might be an advertising issue, but we can work that out with our producer, Clementine the Cat. Uh. It's part of it. She's She's, gone. She's cute, but she's woefully incompetent at this whole management thing. Yeah, she's terrible at a computer, too. Gee, oh, well, she can type fast. Mm. She can't type anything good, but, you know, I swear if you get 100 clementines into a room with 100 typewriters, you're going to get Hobbs and Shaw, a Fast and Furious film. (laughs) Did you you
1: just want to plug Hobbs and Shaw? Is that all that was for?
0: No! I feel like you've been wanting
1: to talk about it, like, all day.
0: No, I didn't want to talk about (laughs) Vanessa Kirby today. No! (laughs) It came out this week, right? Came out this week. Nice. I'm very excited. I, it's electric. I feel electric. I feel
1: nothing. Okay, cool. honestly, like I've seen all these trailers and TV yeah. spots for it, and every time I get like less enthused for it. Maybe okay. it was just the scene on the island with all of the Samoans and the rock standing off against Jason Statham. That was an awesome scene. Wait, yeah. sorry, standing up against uh, Idris Elba and his superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel kind of like hmm, about it. Maybe it's because I haven't taken the journey all the way through the rest of the Fast movies. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this for sure. like a long while. Um, why, why did you? Why did you shake the faith? Uh, actually, a better question: Why does family not matter to you? <laughs> why
1: did you abandon the family? <laughs> you know, why
0: did you abandon the family, Daniel? That's what I've been trying to figure out. Because we were we were coasting along. That's true. Actually. We were drifting along, Tokyo Drift. Oh, so good, best one and uh, best one. Actually, we got well, five or six. We got the six, Mm -hmm. and you just bucked off. Was it? Was it when Dominic Toretto launched himself off of a a crashing uh, muscle car to catch Paul Walker midair? Was that? That was pretty electric. That was that was fucking awesome. It might have been
1: the thirty minute runway scene, you know, with all the cars and the back and forth fighting in the (sighs) jet. Uh, It it could have been the fact that they decided to kill Han for a second time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like, come on, guys! Like, I'm already emotionally torn. We totally revisit that moment in seven, by the oh way. My it's God. good.
0: It's good. We got to see seven. We got to see seven. You don't even have to see Fate of the Great Eight or whatever the fuck it's called. You don't. We just see seven Maybe. and move on. The Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I, t- I think I
1: told you. Well, no, I said it
0: right before we started recording that we could watch seven. I heard it and I didn't believe it because mm. you've been very anti-Hobbs and very anti-Shaw, and I don't know if I can stammer that.
1: Listen, I know that F stands for family,
0: family. and father
1: but I just, that don't know Arnold? To, I just don't know how I feel. Be awesome if he was in the movies. I'm surprised he isn't. Dominic. <laughs> Dominic the Riddle, I'm your father. Dom. And then you have
0: <laughs> Michelle. <Rodriguez. Damn. laughs>
1: that became like my favorite part pretty of pretty the good. movies towards pretty the end. And I'm just w- listening to them say each other's names and just hearing <laughs> diesel deliver lines that were just passable as words <laughs> that they just let happen. Like when he, when he approaches, um, oh. Brian, he's like, Brian, you're going to be a father now. You <laughs> like you couldn't have
0: done a second take of that. <laughs> now, nah, dude, he nailed in one. <laughs> nailed in one. Daniel, never mind, never mind. Mm-hmm. How's your week, been? You doing good? Let me look back. Go ahead. Let me let me think on my week.
1: Um, Reflect. I don't, I'm hmm. mm. I don't think I had an exis- existential crisis this week where I bought anything. I worked a bit. I watched a bunch of Nathan for you. Okay. And I think that was really it. That was that was all. Six days that we've gotten through so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was... I mean, we went out to uh, a few bars here and there. Um, <laughs> well, one yeah. instance I want—I do want to talk about as a sidebar here. We went to the local the other day. Yeah. And great beer is bad service. I'm sorry, local. Like, it is what it is. It's
0: true. I'm not going to discount yeah. that. Like, y- you honestly have to, like, in one breath give your entire order get the drinks get the food mm-hmm. get the desserts in one fucking breath or else he'll never come back to you after the drink like you have to throw a hatchet at him to get his attention like he just doesn't
1: understand that you're waiting for food even though he dropped a menu 20 minutes ago i,
0: I honestly thought he was moonlighting at the bar across the street and that's why we weren't seeing the fucking guy <laughs> yeah like I he just couldn't i see about the berliner a bit. i do too yeah. i'm just like oh, yeah. what is this guy doing here is he the fucking like uh like the phantom the phantom of downtown rent <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so we're sitting there we get our hazy ipas we're having a good time and this happens sometimes where we're in earshot of their conversation and they start talking about video games these two bartenders they start talking about a game called dauntless yeah and i'm just like we're, we're just kind of like smiling and eavesdropping and like it's one of those moments where you want to chime in and talk about it but it's also fun to just kind of listen to other people talk about video games because you don't know like the level of investment they have in it you don't know if they're on your level you don't know if they just kind of heard about it from a friend and they legit right. just they went through all the motions of talking about like how fast the the matchmaking was and how simple it was and then comparing it to Monster Hunter World and I'm like yeah. shit like that's really cool to just kind of hear cuz I haven't heard anybody talk about Dauntless outside of, like, the video game space. So, to hear, like, two bartenders talk about it, I was like, that's kind of neat. Like, that
0: surprised me. Like, yeah. the whatever gamer bell that tolls, like, just <laughs> r- rang in that moment. I was like, they're talking about video games in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? I'm um, Not to say that, like, you know, I- I'm the absolute authority in all games, but mm-hmm. I am used to, and maybe you're used to as well, knowing more about these fucking things than the average
1: person. Typically, and it usually... It doesn't happen in situations like that for me, usually it usually happens at work. Um, mm. where like two coworkers will start talking about video games and I'm like, Oh, you like that? And they're like, Oh yeah, I, I picked it up like this week. Or like when Overwatch is a thing and people are talking about it, I'm like, Oh, now I get to let my nerddom shine and talk about how much I'm into like team
0: comp and like skills and all this other stuff. I'm shyer about that kind of thing. I'm shyer of going off the deep end because mm. like well, at least my coworkers, they only like, you know, glance the surface and they will be like, Oh, I heard this one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's like a ra- it's like uh, the For- Forza. I'm like, oh Forza. He's like, mm-hmm. For- yeah Forza. And I'm just like, oh okay, yeah. It's kind of a simulator. Mm-hmm. And they're like a simulator. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you get them stuck on certain things where it's like, what is happening? And then they want to show you something where it's like, because it's video games, mm-hmm. they'll show you something fucking left field. I had a co-worker show me fucking MotoGP GP. Like <laughs> he's like, oh. he's like, this is the most realistic game I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. And it's it's just like a fucking like motor. Cycle racing game. Mm-hmm. They ride in their little Jeep. What do you call them? The little motor GP uh, fucking bikes across a, a track, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the whole thing. And I looked it up, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I think it came out like a while ago." And I looked, and I was like, "There's like 20 of these games. So there's 20. They they release it like every year." And he's like, "Every year, <laughs> like you know, I love these." He went on a spending bender and probably bought all of them right and then you know you don't want to you don't want to dive too deep sometimes because then you get a little embarrassed because just like oh hmm." like i always get this question i love this i love this because i tell people like oh i stream Mm -hmm. uh quick plug twitch.tv slash the red herb we're gonna do it organically this Mm -hmm. episode daniel sure but i go like yeah i stream and they're like so people like watch you i'm like yeah yeah people watch me on twitch like a lot of people i'm like no not a lot of people then they're just like, the next question is inevitable. Mm-hmm. It is inevitable like Thanos, which is, why would anybody want to watch somebody play a video game? I mean, as two people who stream ourselves but don't like watching streamers, it's a good question. I, I sometimes watch streamers, mm-hmm. okay? But it's, it's seldom. It's yeah. a seldom thing. I, and I can't even, like, you know, ride out the whole thing because I get the primordial call to go play a video game yeah, myself. Exactly. You know? And sometimes it gets distracting if I try to keep the like the stream on and I'm fucking playing like Division and they're mm. screaming about people in DC Square or running over the monument I'm just I, I can't focus. Like fuck yeah. that. So the
1: closest I get to watching streams long form is usually yours when I'm playing a game, but then mm-hmm. after a while usually kind of like just Fizzle out of the chat like I lurk a bit and then I just leave because I'm like, I'm trying to pay too much attention to one or the other. No, and I usually you, just want to play the game.
0: You I'm pay playing. the digital lip service, yeah. you play the chat service, yeah. like you get in and be like, Oh, well, what's going on like in get, here in this <laughs> fucking uh,
1: red herb screen? You <laughs> get people riled up every get, time.
0: Yeah, you're poking yeah. the bear, you do your job, mm-hmm. you get the hype going, and then you fucking like, you just dip out. You're like, oh, Mission complete. Yeah, I like that's fine. I do the same thing to people. I don't stick, the, like, I'll come in and be like, maybe 15 minutes of just going like, ah, and then jump out. I that's watch fine. people's highlights and I
1: kind of skip around and then like I don't know I'll watch like Andy Cortez's stuff because he, he does a lot of variety of Nitro games. Rifle. so a wide variety of games. Love
0: so you Nitro Rifle. Love you.
1: Your Super Mario Maker 2 shit's been a riot. It's been fun.
0: Also, quick shout out to uh,
1: KFAF, the best show on the internet. <laughs> KFAF for Steamies, Fucking but, love it. But I have that same problem you do because um, I also stream over at twitch.tv slash Dungeons and Daniels and I have to explain nice. to my managers what I do sometimes. They're like, what is, what's, what's Twitch streaming? What is what Twitch? Yeah, what's Twitch? And I'm just like, okay think of it like a live video feed like you know how you have your instagram stories where you can or like live ig or IGTV where you can watch people do yeah. things in real time i'm like it's just like that like so it's my face and there's a chat box and like i'm playing a game and they're like oh that's interesting like you know because their cursory knowledge of video games is probably like oh they probably bought one of their nephews a switch at some point or maybe watch mario kart they don't know the culture like or they've
0: that. obviously heard like just the big names they know the fortnite yeah. they know the minecraft sure. right like they know call of duty and like they just it's a tertiary thing for them because it's like right, i who gives a shit you know it's like They don't engage in games in that way. And that's Mm. totally okay. I'm okay with people not being capital G gamers. That's Mm -hmm. fine. You do you. Whatever, you know, I'm not here to yuck your yums. But, you know, I I get a little... Like, maybe self-conscious, where I feel like I shouldn't be. Like, I love engaging with people that are as as steeped into games as Mm -hmm. me, or more, because it's fascinating. Yeah. They come at it a different perspective, and then you learn things, like people play games in certain ways, Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, really? That's like, I like having the deep dive conversations, but it's few and far between. I like those. In the quote-unquote real world. And then I like the people who
1: don't play games or aren't, like, ingrained in it at all, but they're still interested in, like, what, like, I, I would talk to friends about, like, what we do and how we cover things on our podcast and, like, how we deep dive about certain things about the industry and, like, this and that. Like, oh, I didn't realize it was that deep. And I'm like, yeah, it, like, it goes deep in terms of development or, like, production or, like legal stuff that happens like it's a crazy industry with a lot of moving parts and like oh it's really fascinating i'm like yeah it's, it's it takes a lot to learn about and it's always evolving and there's a lot of research along the way but it's you know it's like any
0: industry you know mm-hmm. yeah so. that that's kind of it you yeah. know i because i always get that when i describe the podcast they're like oh you got a podcast what's it about And i go Video games, mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, okay, that's cool. And but, I'm like, Well, but I was like, It's also about the culture and it's also about yeah. the industry. And I'm like, I try to always pitch it like that, where it's like, It's not just us sitting here going, like Oh, you remember fucking Gex? Like, it's not, <laughs> I mean, that's, not, I mean, that's Does Gex fuck? <laughs> fucking 45% of this podcast is that, <laughs> yeah, admittedly. But yeah. the rest sometimes is deep, deep dive shit. I think we had interesting conversations last week. Oh, yeah, uh, harassment that, that and games. That one took and, me by surprise. I was like, Oh shit, we're talking yeah, like scholars can, here. I can match you real quick. That's fine. I mean, that's it's it's
1: easy to, to talk about what we do to people and have it come across as, like, oh, it's dumb kid stuff, but, like, when you peel it back a little more and, like, explain, like, some of that stuff, they're like, oh, there's a lot more to it. And there is, you know? No,
0: knack 2 is a fucking commentary on the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. It's obvious, maybe not on the surface, but if you get into it, mm-hmm. nah, I'm fucking...
1: Sonic is all about fucking capitalism,
0: you It's know? true. Anyway. <laughs> that is true when you get down to the root of it. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So, how has your week been?
0: That's whatever. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, no, a lot of work. I'm going on vacation next week. Oh, uh Time of recording. Uh, to see my family in the old North Carolina, which I love. I, every time I mention that to people, when I go, like, hey, uh, uh, I'm going on vacation, they're like, oh, where? I'm like, North Carolina. They go... Oh, why? <laughs> to see the old Smoky Mountains, obviously. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. No, no, my sister lives out there, and the mm. whole fam's going to be there. And I haven't seen them in uh, a little while. We'll, we'll we'll say a little while.
1: You haven't visited your family since we moved, and we've been out here for two years.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, we're creeping on over two years, actually, at this point. So I'll be, I'll be away from certain things, mm-hmm. but I will have my Switch. And fun, 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 I actually made the decision that I wanted to buy... Fire Emblem, Three Houses, because people are fucking, they're going on about this. You know, the discourse is thick. It's crazy how many people from all over are
1: talking about it and how positive they're speaking about it, too.
0: Right. But I look at Amazon, back-ordered. Backward mm. until fucking August 10th. I'm like, no, well, that's the end of my trip. I'm not gonna have that. Yeah. And then I went to, um, I went to Fred Meyer, which has a pretty robust video game section. Surprisingly. But if you really peel back the surface, you'll find out that it's games from fucking like 2011 just filling up the shelves. You it, they Sky- still sell like PS3 games. Yeah. You're like you're oh, Skyrim <laughs> for 360. What the fuck is going on? And like, how many copies of Bullet Storm can one location have? <laughs> like, it's just like ridiculous. I walk up to the guy. I'm like, hey, do you have a firearm? He's like, oh, we sold out like almost the same day, and I'm like, okay, I didn't ask the question like how many do you got, but I'm just like, ah, it's a Japanese game, and all of the titles save for like the 3DS one uh, were super niche mm-hmm. and didn't like make big sales uh, numbers. But now the series is coming into its own. They probably ordered fucking five copies, and that was it. Probably. So. It's not like Smash Brothers or you know Mario Maker. But the the thing is, I wanted to get physical because tactics games are not typically my bag. Mm-hmm. And in case I hated it, I wanted to either be able to trade it in mm-hmm. to the dying GameStop or just be like, here, Daniel, play this and let me know if you fucking like it. Because I know you were interested in I'm, it. In I'm actually world.
1: super interested in it. I like tactics games and I like it kind of being presented as like this Harry Potter sort of infused fire emblem where it's like you get to pick one of three houses and you Mm. get to interplay with students and i don't know it's a lot more familiar to to harry potter you know
0: i yeah i hear it's super engrossing i just if i can just get over that one element because it does have like i i don't have the hardest of no turn-based rules but by and large the rule is i would prefer like you know action you can control over Mm. turn-based uh action but I can make an exception. Like, Persona 5 did it really well, where I was like, I'm engaged in this nonetheless. Like, I think it's fucking great.
1: Well, yeah, because so. that game's got so much style and personality to it style. that like, it just kind of pulls you in. It's
0: got that style. It's got those jams, yeah. too. Oh, my God. Beneath the Mask? Beneath the Mask. That's my theme. Day to day. But we'll see. If push comes to shove, I will just have to give 50 real-world money for a digital version on my Switch, and download it, and play it. So, you'll never know what it's like. I'm sorry, Daniel. I'll get it eventually. Uh, Well, all video games are eventual.
1: All of them. (laughs) My thing is, like, I would want to wait for a price drop, but Nintendo is notorious for never price dropping their game so that game will probably nah. be 60 bucks until 2022
0: now nah, the oceans will dry up before they do a <laughs> price drop on any of their fucking games yeah i think like the best i've seen it was like ten dollars off mm-hmm. i know a few of like smash brothers was ten dollars off online people are like this is crazy and i'm just like it's still like 50 bucks it's yeah. <laughs> like if it was 40 bucks you know you could turn some heads left and right but that, that's not the case nintendo because nintendo what they know what they got they got that blue meth essentially <laughs> <laughs> the blue meth the <laughs> of fucking gaming exactly like <laughs> they don't they don't have to because they are the game
1: <laughs> i feel like sony would be bluma because they're at least like printing games on blu-ray discs oh it fits their brand
0: really yeah yeah, yeah the blue brand so yeah. nintendo's like the with the whatever jesse was making you know with the was it horchata in in his meth or is a little bit of oh, um, like he it had like cayenne pepper sauce i think, no, like I think pepper? it's like cayenne pepper yeah, right yeah, yeah. some shit like that <laughs> <laughs> that's nintendo but shit is good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go well fun stuff, buddy. Do you wanna
1: get into some housekeeping?
0: Oh shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we should. Well, kids, if you didn't know, <laughs> the safe room is the only podcast bold enough to switch the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> you can also You can also find us. well you can find us on soundcloud.com slash the save room show or spotify right alongside tool save room tool together hand in hand finally (laughs) perfect on a saturday oh so good it's so good 10,000 days on that shit son we're listening to lateralists today lateralists is fucking amazing oh my god shout out uh,
1: to our soundcloud plug because uh, somebody on there recently left us a review on two of our two of our resident evil episodes I guess they soundcloud searched the save room and we're looking for a peaceful Theme and they listened to our RE7 review from like two years ago, and then one of our recent episodes, I think it was like our Resident Evil 2 impressions episode, whatever. And he's like, You can see the comments because it's like that you get notifications where he's like what is this I came here expecting peace and quiet and tranquility what is the save room this is the loud room why don't they stop talking all they do is talk (laughs) that's right (laughs) we're the loud room (laughs) I don't know what he came expecting but I'm sorry that we disappointed you he expected
0: those good good jams we have the save room theme in there buried under us like goofing off for like two minutes at the tail start of that episode it's the RE7 review isn't it anyway fucking you can also find us on iTunes you can find us on Stitcher you can find us on Google google play and rss feeds across the universe tight it's, it's one of my favorite yeah.
1: movies uh we already plugged the twitch streams but again yep. you can find kevin at twitch.tv slash the red herb and me at twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels kevin Hi. accomplished a feat this week on I his did. Twitch. was that your longest stream that was my
0: longest stream in history.
1: Or was that or was your Resident Evil Two stream your longest stream? I, I don't know, I forget. Like you did that like
0: all day. Oh, I think I did like a nine hour stream before. Yeah. So maybe this isn't long. But I did a seven hour stream to complete judgment aka judge um it was fucking great you should you should watch it i expected to only play for maybe like three to four hours because i thought i was in the end game Mm -hmm. it turned out i was in the end game director's cut and (laughs) (laughs) it was it was quite a while i think i had to order food like on stream and just like eat it and be like all right you order like food and beer yeah oh because i amazon Prime all that sh- or amazon prime now and i was like what the fuck is this that were they really deliver beer to me and, and they, they did, did. shocking it's no not shocking Well, how do you like
1: prove that you're of age to buy beer online like
0: that? so when they they actually ask for your id at the door when they give you oh, your bags they okay. go like hey <laughs> age verification time mm. and yeah that's why you can do like a funny goof and like send your teenager out there and be like no i didn't know <laughs> it's good, it's good shit. <laughs> Uh, what else we got going on? What is this episode about again? I don't know. It's <laughs> don't really down. hot. It's, it's so hot, hot in fucking um, in Washington. Uh, actually, it's nice outside, hot in our apartment.
1: That's how it always is.
0: So we gotta fucking
1: blast through this episode. We dude. really, really do. I'm, I'm sweating out of up. every pore in my body. Yep. Yep, it's too hot. It's right pretty crazy. Now. Um you can also find us on Twitter at Save Room Show, catch our retweets, catch our hot takes, and catch just our, catch catch our, our menchies. Menchies. Yeah. And at the end of the month, what well, beginning of September, you can also find us at PAX.
0: Oh. Come say hi come say hi yeah if you can find us we'll post our pictures mm-hmm. of us shirtless first mm-hmm. um just because i think it'd be flavorful yeah. uh and uh yeah we would like to, to meet you fans <laughs> i don't know what else to say we're that.
1: gonna do a switcheroo where, like you'll be you i'll be me obviously but then halfway through the event like i'll take your glasses and your shirt and we'll switch outfits and then like we'll oh just that'll get em. people like oh i that'll thought you em. were kevin <laughs> you gotta
0: you gotta shave your shit to a goatee though because uh, that's all i can grow yeah yeah okay. maybe yeah and then I'll somehow have to force my face to grow hair. All right, we're going to roll into some news, because news. this is a show about
1: news and gaming and discussion. It's like a Like Kevin news said, show. like, 20 minutes ago. Um, before he gets into his news, we're going we're gonna to warm the oven with some free games, because gamers love games. What? Do they? Gamers love games.
0: That's not the discourse I see online. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got some free PS Plus games coming to you for PS4, August 2019. This lineup is kind of meh. But, you know, we'll shout it out anyway. So judgy. We got Wipeout Omega Collection and oh, Sniper right. Elite 4. Oh, you're super yeah, right. Yeah, super, <laughs> super right there. You want me to really sell this on you? Wipeout Omega Collection contains a remaster of Wipeout HD, the Wipeout HD Furry. Oh, no, the sorry. Furry Edition? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sorry. Yeah!
1: The Fury Expansion and Wipeout 2048. So you're wiping out oh. in the future. That's tight. The anti-futuristic racing series features anti-gravity ships instead of your traditional race cars. Yeah. And they each have their own defining character and strengths
0: it was playstation's f-zero but it was actually pretty dope oh. so that one's not a bet ba- that's a free one yeah i'm not mad about that actually well it's so, a collection
1: so you have all three of them in
0: i'm there. super not mad about that that's pretty cool that's fun i used to love like anti-gravity racing games like that there was one um i think it was like something g 0 Zero g on on uh, the n64 that was fucking tight as shit i remember going down uh uh one of those inclines and just going what because I was a little kid. Yeah, you love your racing games. I kind of do. Yeah. But Arcade Racers.
1: Mm, those are fun.
0: But the other one what? Sniper, sniper Elite 4. No. Uh, you, it's
1: a third-person shooter. You're in Italy. You you have a sniper. That's I it. Hear those are good. Yeah, I'm not really into like
0: tactical shooter games like that. You know? mm. I you know, I never thought about that. Like a tactical shooter. Yeah, you gotta have a damn good aim and accommodate for like wind, air, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah whereas like I don't know, a game like Call of Duty, like you can just kind of fudge your way through being a sniper that half the time. That's true, that's my thing. So But anyway, so that's yeah. for PlayStation, you Sony cucks, get on those games. You still have a few days to pick up, I think Detroit Become Human and uh what was it? Pro Evolution Soccer? I don't remember what it was.
0: No, they they short shafted Pro Evolution I Soccer what it was. Because it's a fucking FIFA conspiracy.
1: Anyway, so you Xbox users out there, for games with gold for August, you're going to get Torchlight, which is a fun Diablo-style action RPG game. It's pretty cool. And you're also going to get Castlevania Lords of Shadow.
0: Yo! What? We love that game. Gabriel Belmont's Roving Odyssey. Fuck yeah. I love love that. I've really wanted a remaster set of, uh, fuck it, I'll take one and two. I won't play two as much, but I think it makes it um, complete, right? I want to remaster. Set. I'll take one and two. Like if it came out at forty bucks,
1: I'm like that's still a deal for me because I really want to play the first Lord of Shadow, it's and true. I didn't get to play the second
0: one. Did it only come out on the 3DS? What? Oh, you you mean like the the quill or pre? I don't know if it was a prequel. It was um Mirror of Fate, right? You're that right. was the one for 3DS. You're right. There
1: was a midquel that came out on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So wow. that one, they came out on PS3, I remember. They actually, like, ported it over. That one was okay. It okay. was fine. It doesn't play, like, the side-scrolling Castlevania you may want it to. Like, I feel like we would dig Bloodstain way more than that game. But it is it is an interesting entry because it was the same team that Mercury's team made that and they went on. You could see some of that game in form. Uh, what was it? The Samus Re or remake that they did for three ds Returns. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the same team. So cool. Eh, you know that one
1: actually is hailed as probably like one of the best Metroid games in in a while. recent years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For
0: sure. It would be really fucking dope on the Switch, huh? <laughs> but Nintendo, where they got their cayenne pepper meth, and they don't have to do anything <laughs> we want. <laughs> They're
1: just fucking snorting and doing whatever they want.
0: They're holding the SNES library hostage, dude. Thank
1: Bowser. Let it up. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. We also got Forza Motorsport 6 Standard Edition for all you racing diehards out there. And we got Gears of War 4 coming to the Xbox One. That's
0: free? That's free. Gears 4? Gears well, 4. Gears 5 comes out this year.
1: Yeah. So that's a good way to get like the gamers titillated and stoked for a game that uh, we don't really know too much about because they haven't showed anything about
0: Gears 5. Really. I don't know. Too much game action. They get agitated. Mm, it's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. yeah. They start to swell up. It's so weird. Yeah. That's true. I got some... What are you going to say?
1: Oh, I was just going to say, well, get those while you can. Save them to your library. You don't have to fucking download them completely. Just put them on your library.
0: Just put them in there. Just put them in there. Just throw them in there. Add to cart. Boom. Add to cart. Don't even worry about that. You know it doesn't have a cart? Epic Game Store. Corrupt. Let's move on. I've got some news for you. Three items on here. We're going to start from who gives a shit to, oh shit, we should really give a shit. So, number one on here, Ninja ditches Twitch to join Mixer. It's a mix-up. I don't know if I'm proud of you Mm. or angry at you. You'd be angry. Let me digest that in a second. Twitch's biggest star, Tyler Ninja Blevins, left the Amazon-owned streaming platform this week in favor of the Microsoft-owned Mixer. The 28-year-old competitive Fortnite streamer leaves behind nearly 14 million followers and 15,000 paying subscribers. Uh, Fun fact, uh, Mr. Blevins' highest subscriber count was 250,000 at one point, and that was in 2018, March. So it's kind of incredible. Maybe this is like some of the reason that he left. He was like, it's so easy to fucking lose followers mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or subscribers, essentially. But I was like, that's an incredible drop off, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's not known how much Microsoft paid to court Blevins over, but it's clear they're banking on his following, also making the jump from Twitch to Mixer. While Ninja's account is still viewable from Twitch.tv, his partnered status and verified checkmark have been yanked. Twitch was entirely diplomatic in their statement about the breakup, however. Quote, We've loved watching Ninja on Twitch over the years and are proud of all that he's accomplished for himself and his family and the gaming community. We wish him the best of luck in his future endeavors. End quote. Maybe somebody got fucking fired for this contract yo i do not want to be the person responsible for losing ninja hell no i don't want to be the guy saying that
1: despite the best wishes statement i've almost heard the opposite of people who have tried to leave twitch for other platforms Mm -hmm. before where they say it's like twitch employees almost have this bitter resentment towards people who leave you know like just Mm. the idea of like yanking their their verification check mark and like just Stripping all that stuff away from that, it's just it's kind of indicative of like, well, if you're not going to play ball with us, fuck you.
0: Well, apparently, when they strip away the partner status and all that, it's more about like he technically was breaking his contract or like ended his contract with Twitch. So of course you're not going to be partner anymore, and of course you're not going to yeah. have the check mark. But that's just like standard procedure. But it does look kind of kind of petty because it happens almost instantly mm-hmm. when somebody says that they're leaving. But yeah, I I think that level of animosity if that is true coming from employees like is totally undue it's mm. more about like hey why wasn't our platform attractive enough to keep this person why would they make a move like that mm. and how do we retain our our partners going forward i think these are the questions you ask yourself don't don't be a bitch about it well, essentially
1: it's interesting because he i think he made the comment i don't know if you have quoted here i don't think you no do, i didn't quote he, this guy the decision to go to Mixer was based around the fact that he wanted to get back to his like his streaming roots and kind of have a smaller, more tight-knit community. But it's just like you're ninja, dog. Like, I don't if you're gonna go to another platform, these people are gonna migrate with you and you're gonna have a big fall in there mm. instead. So
0: we will talk about that in a second, but I think that's an interesting thought. But uh internet detractors have already leveled criticism at Blevins, calling him a sellout and expressing disappointment that the content creator would leave the platform where his career was made. Mm. To his credit and likely Microsoft's delight, Ninja's inaugural stream on Mixer resulted in half a million subscriptions in a single day and a top spot on the iOS App Store for Mixer. Keep in mind that Mixer is offering free subs to Ninja's channel as a limited-time incentive, so it'll be interesting to see who sticks around after the offer is up when they actually have to pay for it. That's true. Now, um... It's true. It's going to be a smaller audience um, because I think a lot of people aren't going to hop over. And Mixer doesn't have as large of a presence as Twitch does. That is just a fact of it.
1: I heard this news a few days ago and I was like, what the fuck is Mixer? Like, I legit (laughs) didn't even know there was a separate... (laughs) (laughs) platform for streaming
0: that wasn't YouTube gaming. Yeah, so I think around in 2017, Microsoft purchased the streaming platform Beam, and then a year later, they renamed it to Mixer. Now, Mm. the fun part of this is that Mixer is, like, straight on the Xbox One dashboard, so it has high visibility for all of the fucking users on Xbox. You know, unlike, you know, Twitch isn't on the fucking dashboard of PS4, because Sony doesn't have, like, a stake in it, (laughs) essentially. But it's like, it's integrated right in there, essentially. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you have to get the app on, on PS4. For, okay. i know that but it's a little different right so I, I i think um it's it it's like a boon for microsoft and a lot of people are like no that's yeah, good yeah it fosters uh competition and it's weird that nobody seems to want to conflate it with the whole exclusivity thing happening with epic game store because mm-hmm. it's essentially the same thing which is a publisher or a presence like microsoft is you know paying for exclusivity for a big brand mm-hmm. Sometimes it's games like Borderlands Three. Sometimes it's people with uh, turquoise hair, yeah. <laughs> like Ninja. I, you know, I, I, get there's. I don't think it's an apples to oranges comparison. Honestly, mm-hmm. it really is apple to green apple, but yeah. they're still fucking apples. Exactly, essentially. it's still the yeah. same idea. Yeah, honestly. But I don't think it doesn't make sense. I mean, Mm -hmm. we were talking about this off air, because sometimes we talk to each other, that he's almost aging out of the competitive scene. Mm -hmm. Like, the average age for competitive players is honestly around 25 to 26 before they actually just kind of, you know, have to kind of exude from the scene. Mm -hmm. And... Maybe it's one of those things where he realizes, oh shit, I'm gonna lose my edge soon. The competitors, the young the young bloods out there mm-hmm. are gonna take my steed. He also said some shit I think last year going like everyone's always concerned about who's gonna be the next big thing and it just kinda sucks mm-hmm. rather than like continuing supporting like the same star. And mm-hmm. maybe he's right, because look, two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers to fifteen thousand this year, uh, yeah that's
1: it's an exponential drop off yes it is
0: pretty bad i wonder if they're gonna help him build himself as a new brand like kind of like a part of the xbox family from now on because he did mention some shit about like oh well actually microsoft mentioned it just makes sense because he started his uh competitive career playing halo you Mm -hmm. know i'm just like oh man this is exactly how they're going to market not only the next halo game but the next Xbox, yeah. they're gonna be like, this is the place for like the biggest streamers, and they have, inarguably, arguably, the biggest streamer to be that's their true. face, and like,
1: especially with Mixer mixed into like their UI and their console feature right. set, like, ooh, yeah, it's, it's smart play on their end. And
0: you know, maybe the sponsorships aren't rolling in as hard mm-hmm. for an older streamer that's in the competitive scene. Yeah. Makes sense to get this payout while the getting's good. It's true. So I'm not too fucked up about it. I also don't care about him. I don't fucking watch his content.
1: I don't think I've watched a single Ninja video. Maybe when he was streaming Fortnite with Drake... Was that him?
0: Yeah, that was him. I didn't yeah. watch that. I don't... I, I think I've I've seen a few interviews with them. I'm just mm-hmm. like, whatever. It just seems like a fucking kid that plays Fortnite to me. That's oh, he's almost my age, actually. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, Like, I, that, that's fine. These things are going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And if Twitch is fucked up about it, it's less about pointing fingers and burning bridges mm-hmm. and more about figuring out how do we gain that retention, not mm-hmm. just for our partners, but also for our users, because... Well, criticisms have been leveled at Twitch, too, for That's how true. they handle controversies and shit, mm-hmm. and how there's kind of an uneven policy when people do crazy or bad shit, like domestic abuse on <laughs> stream, or fucking, um, just stupid breaking the law, like Dr. Disrespect. I was say, yeah,
1: even recently, like, what happened with him at, uh, what was it, E3, where he was filming in a public bathroom, and there were, like, children right. in there, and people, and it was, like, a breach of privacy, and they, what, they... They banned him for they like two weeks. They banned him for two weeks, but then they gave him back everything.
0: Broke the law, man. And
1: it's just like, okay, you're <laughs> just saying that somebody can get away with that with like a slap on the wrist, but then you're going to restore all
0: of his rights as a streamer? Like, uh, Yeah, I'm not even saying that he shouldn't have ever been like invited back onto the platform. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that shit shouldn't have been two weeks. That shit should have been yeah. like six fucking months. It should have been more time to sit with it. For Send sure. the message and say like, hey, we get it. Like, you know, it blurs the the line between reality and what's going on mm. and entertainment and stuff but it's like you need to start setting some more boundaries for mm. what's going on here you know that's it so. i do i do
1: feel like yeah people have been have felt let down by twitch in a lot of capacities whether it's like just yeah. how harassment dealt with or things of that nature or even like people having trouble maintaining like viewer engagement and stuff like that it's just like eh. it's it's not the platform that people hoped it would be when they jumped onto, it, and it's not like it's not it's, serving them.
0: And the the biggest problem about that is saturation, right? Yeah, sure. It's, it's saturation. And it's how does like how do you support these creators, of which there are millions mm-hmm. of creators on Twitch, and it's like, of course, it's going to be hard to surface some of that content in the right way. But I think the more you chip away at that stone, the better it's going to be for your users and your audience. So figure that shit out. And like, I, again, I wouldn't get fucked up about things like, Oh, our biggest streamer left. There's plenty of streamers that are totally loyal to your platform. So many figure out how to retain them, figure out how to bolster them, Mm -hmm. give them the space to let their voice be heard. And Mm -hmm. there you go.
1: I got to wonder what it is about, Mixer otherwise that was so attractive for him. Obviously they paid him a shit ton of money. I don't know if they paid him more to maybe stream with women.
0: I think that's whole in one. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> like <Shit. laughs> you know.
1: Maybe we'll see him finally streaming with women on Mixer but like now Hold your breath. I He might
0: change his hair 5 more times before that happens. Probably. <laughs>
1: I just, I don't know what the feature set is at all. I think, I feel like Twitch is a pretty um, accessible and attractive platform for somebody like me who doesn't even use it in the full capacity. Like I just, I natively console stream and it works for me in a serviceable way. But I guess when you're building yourself as a career streamer
0: you might need certain things, and maybe he outgrew Twitch in that capacity. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too. Like, yeah. I remember going back to the whole 250,000 subscribers just goes away. It's mm-hmm. like, it almost seems unstable, right? Especially yeah. from a financial standpoint. It's like, if you're totally depending on that, and suddenly, like, he I think he mentioned at one point that he took a two day vacation mm-hmm. and lost like 50,000 subscribers or some shit like that. And he was like, it equated to almost 100 grand of just lost revenue. That's crazy. It's like, figure out a way where it's like things are consistent mm-hmm. how you change a platform where it's like a definitely a mutual benefit for your users yeah. and the people that are producing the content for you That's i
1: feel like it should be less contingent on like maintaining x amount of subscribers right like
0: or you, viewers and you shit might like not that, yeah.
1: have like that many subscribers but people might still be coming out and viewing your content they just right. might not have the money to spend on it so i feel like there should be like a more
0: established stable means of, of pay i yeah. mean hey think about this uh kind of funny for instance mm-hmm. they don't even have like A substantial presence on Twitch because they actually facilitate their shit through things like Patreon they support their ecosystem through that and it's like if you see that your content creators are just kind of like they have a finger in every pot Mm -hmm. figure out how to just bring it all and centralize it to one where Mm -hmm. it's like hey we have all this suite of features and shit for you where it's like something like Patreon for your content creators so they don't have to worry as much about those like sporadic subs every Mm -hmm. week or you know having to worry about like oh shit I'm gonna have to stream myself Into the grave, in order to make a living off of this.
1: Well, even like Patreon comes with that double edged sword because it's like it's also patron based, so like people can drop support. They could maybe be supporting you for ten dollars a month, one month, and then drop down to a dollar. So, like, there's an inconsistency with that as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I know crowdsourcing, it's it's hard sometimes you need to do it, but I think I imagine kind of funny, much like Ninja, they make a lot of revenue
0: through ads. And
1: stuff Yeah, like they that did, well, and so. sponsorships. Yeah, like, so. fucking
0: Red Bull was all over his, his shit for his, like, inaugural stream. Mm-hmm. Hey, he streamed at Lollapalooza, dog. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> what a weird time his, to be in. For his first Mixer stream, and I'm just like, god damn, it's not like he's a musician or something. <laughs> this dude's just, like, playing Fortnite.
1: But that's how Twitch streamers are seen now. We have elevated them as, like, celebrities.
0: Yeah, we... In this crazy way. I know, we really have, we really have, and it's like... Uh, it, it's interesting but it's not unexpected mm-hmm. you know if you are given reach in any sort of way it's like yeah you're gonna become a public figure mm-hmm. at some point yeah right so it's just the way things are moving but the mixer thing one i've never watched anything on mixer too. i don't know what makes it better i've, I've heard good things i think but mm. it has a substantially smaller user base than sure. what twitch does but well, maybe because twitch for the longest time was the only game in town that's true I imagine this week they're
1: going to see a huge spike in engagement.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some oh. people
1: crossing oh, over. Oh,
0: oh, oh. oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe that's a good thing for the streamers that are already on Mixer because I've heard that sometimes they go over there because it's easier to grab that niche audience for a game that's just like not really looked upon or mm-hmm. maybe even oversaturated on Twitch, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I
1: don't know. Yeah, I can say. barely get
0: people to watch me play Overwatch on Twitch. So maybe
1: if I go to Mixer, I'll be like the king of a hill. You I'll, be might, s- I'll be seagull over there
0: you might you will you'll be the seagull of, of mixer, mixer yeah. and we will call you pigeon pigeon <laughs> just probably pidgey xx pigeon xx yeah. <laughs> pidgey yeah and you'll be like getting those chicken dinners at overwatch right yeah
1: i like that. Th- those payload dinners do
0: I hear people? Yeah,
1: it's, I have my window it's open. It's weird. I don't know.
0: Well, because it's so hot, I didn't want to suffocate it so here. hot. My legs are so sweaty, Daniel. Do you want to watch Mixer with me later? Maybe. we want to mix it up? Yeah. Nice, dude. I hope they got Diablo.
1: I hope I can at least watch one Fortnite stream.
0: Oh, I love Fortnite. Save the world. <laughs> Save the world. <laughs> Number two, Daniel. <laughs> An indie dev issues a sarcastic statement defending their move to Epic Game Store, and the gamers are mad. That's the heart of it.
1: Similar idea like we were talking about before with the whole mixer thing. It's it's kind of uh, crossing the streams a
0: little bit with us. We are crossing those streams definitely here. Streams. Mm. Ooblets is an upcoming life simulator filled with cute monsters, colorful animations, and quirky characters. It derives inspiration from fellow cutesy games like Animal Crossing, Harvest Moon, and Pokemon. But all of that cute goodwill was dashed aside when developer Glumberland announced last Thursday that Ooblets would be an epic game store exclusive on PC. Uh, uh-huh. Tales as old as time. That's a gamer no-no. <laughs> yeah. Anticipating Backlash designer Ben Wasser wrote a post titled We Did The Thing (laughs) that starts off poking fun at exclusivity, uh, exclusivity outrage. Wasser writes, quote, Here's what these epic folks are doing. First they teach every kid in the world these obnoxious dances, and now they're offering funding to game developers in exchange for PC exclusivity on their game store. This is exactly what (laughs) Marx warned us about. Really? (laughs) Just imagine if other companies got it in their head to offer funding in exchange for exclusives what'd be next game consoles paying for games to be exclusive on their consoles netflix paying for exclusive shows newspapers paying for exclusive articles it'd be some sort of late capitalist dystopia
1: end quote i never thought about it like communism before
0: i mean it kind of is a dystopia (laughs) yeah
1: it's pretty wild
0: (laughs) to be honest i I know it's supposed to be
1: like tongue-in-cheek but like he makes a good point
0: it, that's actually his best point out of the whole like uh, statement, but we'll, we'll get into where it kind of falls apart here and there. The post then delves into why the developer took the deal, citing that Epic's money means they can make the game they want with fewer artistic compromises. Mm-hmm. Their minimum guarantee on sales, meaning Epic is paying up front for sales the developer expected from releasing ooblets on other storefronts, quote, takes a huge burden of uncertainty off of us, because now we know that no matter what, the game won't fail. And we won't be forced to move back in with our parents, end quote. I mean, some of it was pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But the gamers have taken issue with other parts of Gumberland's statement, including bare poking jokes like, quote, I believe in you and your ability to download a free thing and create a user account, end quote. And a point-by-point counter-argument aimed at criticism commonly aimed at Epic for being anti-consumer. Wasser also expressed disappointment and threats to pirate games that release an epic instead of steam stating quote feeling like you're owed the product of other people's work on your terms or else you'll steal it is the epitome of that word entitlement that people use to discuss immature toxic gamers and quote the clapback is so real we went from bo- bear poking to just launching nukes at these bears yeah. and seeing what would happen um Wow. The statement has been received divisively, to say the least, with many calling it condescending and tone-deaf. The developer's Discord has become an irradiated zone of toxicity, littered with angry messages, unsolicited porn, and gore? Ublitz is set to release for PC and Xbox One sometime in 2019. Daniel, uh, give me your thoughts. I've
1: never heard of Ublitz. I don't know anything about Gumberland. These were words that you were saying, and I was like, this all feels weird and foreign. But it's like we talked about with Zombie 4, or whatever, Zombie Army 4. (laughs) Zombie Army 4. And Borderlands 3. Sometimes these deals make sense to people who don't have (laughs) the means and backing of a bigger publisher. You know, they saw an opportunity with Epic that they didn't otherwise have with with Steam or another platform, and they went for it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I do think maybe some of the verbiage was a little like, yeah, poking the bear hard with a spear there. But it's like, well, they're... Right, like you know, it is entitlement for these people to react in a certain way. Where it's like, oh, I was excited for Ublats. It's going epic. Fuck that shit. I'm gonna dox them for this. It's just like, mm. no. I don't think they're getting dox, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're missing the point of of content creation and and them needing the money to sustain themselves. And I I don't know why it's such a big deal. Like we talked about before, it's like if. A developer needs to strike a deal with a certain publisher or a company like Microsoft or Sony to support their project. Let them do that. You're getting the better product at the end of the day because of that.
0: You know. I mean, it supports <laughs> the developers, right? And you, yeah. you said it before. Sometimes these deals mean sustainability yeah. for these developers. And if you're an indie dev where it's kind of like, like you said, an uncertainty when you release your game, mm-hmm. whether or not it's going to make the money that you put invested into it. I mean that could result in a studio just closing down it's like oh we got a cool game it was well received it's gone yeah making a good game is not the only requirement for it to sell well exactly. there are so many other components out there that are just like question marks mm-hmm. you can try to estimate try to project you don't know what's going to happen until it's out there in the wild mm-hmm. you know people are get I think people were making that argument too just make a good game and it'll sell it's not just about't that Always work like that. You can make
1: a great game, but then it suffers from things like lack of advertising or only being able to manufacture so many. Like there are so many cogs and, and moving parts in the industry. It's like you can make a great game, but it might not reach the biggest audience it can. And it's not like they have a backer. It's not like Ooblets is a PS4 exclusive. Like it's <laughs> it's not. Like it's just a game that kind of came out of nowhere. I'm sure people were hyped for it and excited. And maybe they crowdfunded it along the way but they're getting a backing and sort of sort of support from epic that they
0: wouldn't have got otherwise and that's okay whether or not it's a bad look that's the reality of yeah. it you know that's <laughs> it's a good deal mm-hmm. for them and they're gonna do their thing and i i, I get the concerns mm-hmm. some of them are like more salient than others especially when it comes to the lack of features on epic game store but uh... But that's all I keep hearing. Oh, the lock of features. Oh, the lock of features. Well, that you shit's also, gonna. you're also not losing anything. It's still on PC. Yeah. It's still on PC, my dogs. Still also, PC. if you don't like the business practices, it's very simple. You mm-hmm. just don't get it. You speak with your wallet. Mm-hmm. But like some of this shit's bordering on like obsession <laughs> that I see online, yeah. you know? Where it's like, all right, guys, we get it. Every time like Epic is involved, you need to fucking like, freak out like your rights are being infringed on or some shit. I do like, feel yeah, like I get it. Sure.
1: every time a developer decides to go with Epic, it's fucking great exposure for them. This is better exposure than any marketing Sony could have done for Ooblets or any company could have. Cause it's Ain't just like the shit? because we're talking about it. You know, the, the gamers shit, are mad yeah. about it. It creates a stir. And now like, I mean, I still haven't checked it out, but you know, it's, it's getting
0: people to talk about it. Look, I, I did not know about Ublitz two days ago. No. I know about Ooblets now. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the fact of the matter, man. You know, there's a silent majority out there that might inform the dollar a lot more too. That are just like, that they're okay with this shit they're like i get mm-hmm. it but uh the other argument is that they're being you know nobody liked their tone and the statement and such and i just gotta say it's like do you like it when fucking ea gives you like an emotionless nothing mm-hmm. statement just going like ga- what did they come out and just say they're like gamers don't like our games on switch there's mm-hmm. no there's no interest for our type of player on switch mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you don't it doesn't fit your business model you mean to say uh, plenty of people like games on the switch but fucking dead space on the switch ea you would... see some results <laughs> they
1: legit say so many fucking things that are like underhanded or like cloak statements. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, loot boxes, those are surprise mechanics. It's like, quit exactly. us. You're a big publisher. Be honest
0: with us. Be yeah. transparent. At least these
1: guys have the balls to be transparent about it. I got
0: to say, <laughs> and I, I salute you, Glumberland, in your dumb studio <laughs> your, name. Your, it, you did a good job out there. I salute you. <laughs> but I get it. I can get where that kind of like is a sore spot for people. But at the same time, you know he made this argument in there too. Where it's like, how about we actually spend time worrying about things that are worth worrying about, like climate change, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I. But that's the thing
1: about gamer entitlement. It's just like, they make it the biggest deal in the world when like literally so many other things are more important than a free launcher, you know, like yeah. that, that's all it is. Yeah. Like you said, it's just a free app that you can download. It's not that big of a deal. It's
0: all it really comes down to, mm-hmm. and it's probably not Chinese spyware, my guys. Probably not. And if that's a concern, oh, you're fucked. There's like <laughs> there's like 18 apps in your phone right now that are exactly that.
1: There was um, did you hear about like the aging app that people are using, where it's like you can take a like a use a photo of yourself and it basically ages you like x amount of years. Oh, like, I've seen it. Yeah, the, it apparent, was a hot
0: thing for like a week. It was a hot
1: thing for a week, and then literally like a few days later. They were like, oh, yeah, Russians are using the data from this to, like, data mine and, like, spy on you and get your information. It's like, fuck.
0: You got to be careful. You got to be careful out there. Just a fun thing could also be, like, you know, an invasion of privacy. Man, maybe that's the theme of this week, actually, Daniel, because we have a number three. We have a number three. This is
1: still developing. If it were to the point where it's at peak madness, I mean, it kind of is peak madness. I would almost like him to call this Pixel Litigations 3. But the litigations haven't even started yet.
0: No, (laughs) but conversations have begun. It's the weekend, man. People are mad and they're at home. (laughs) So we'll see what happens next week when lawyers start getting calls. Now, this is kind of a big fucking deal and it's a bad fucking look. I think Ooblets is a blip on the radar in comparison to this kind of shit. This is okay? a shit storm. Okay. This, this is, is something this to genuinely get a mad about. Category five disaster. Right. So number three on here is the ESA leaked personal information for over 2000 journalists on their own website. Mm. Now, this news comes by the way of Georgina Torbit's Digital Trends article, E3 Leaks Personal (laughs) Information of Thousands of Journalists. Go give that a click. Good information in there. Good writing. Mm -hmm. The Entertainment Software Association, the gaming lobbyist group that runs E3 every year, hosted a spreadsheet on their website containing personal information of over 2,000 thousand members of the press who registered for e3 2019 for a short time anyone that visited the site was able to download the spreadsheet and instantly gain access to names phone numbers and home addresses for not just games journalists but youtubers and content creators fuck that's bad yeah youtuber Sophia narwitz (sighs) spotted the leak and a course made a YouTube video about it. She stated that the that she contacted the ESA about the leak and they had the webpage pulled but never responded to her. Also, just a sidebar, apparently Sophia Narwitz might be a big piece of shit. She has links to Gamergate and some other harassment websites. Oh. Uh, so I well, I don't I don't give a high recommendation for checking her content, but the fact of the story is that she's involved with the genesis of this leak, okay? At least in reporting. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh however, the ESA did issue a statement to VentureBeat saying, quote, ESA was made aware of a website vulnerability that led to the contact list of registered journalists attending E3 being made public. Once notified, we immediately took steps to protect that data and shut down the site, which is no longer available. We regret this occurrence and have put measures in place to ensure it will not occur again. End quote. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Wow.
1: I appreciate wow. the effort there. Really forward-thinking and... <laughs> real solid there. Plugging the, the sinkhole.
0: Gotcha. Really, really swift there. Uh, Waiting for, okay. Georgiana Torbett summed up the severity of this leak, writing, quote, As well as being an embarrassment for the ESA, the leak could also expose journalists to harassment or intimidation. The gaming community has a history of swatting and other extreme tactics which could pose a real danger to individuals whose information was leaked. In the long run, poor security could also make companies less willing to shell out large sums of money to appear at E3 events in the future. End quote. On social media like Twitter, industry members are already reporting personal harassment. Others have confirmed that their own information, as well as colleagues, can be found on the leaked spreadsheet. Threats of a class action lawsuit have quickly erupted in light of this breach of privacy. Georgina also wrote that anyone who attended E3 through a press badge should be alerted that their information... Maybe public.
1: Um, so they were sending out emails. Um, Alana Pierce posted something about this, and mm. it should read like this: If like you're concerned about your information having been compromised, because that's two thousand people media types, journalists it literally could have been anybody if not all of them that were registered that way but doesn't you, seem like all
0: oh, in some cases yeah definitely.
1: but you should be getting a call or a text or an email but um it should be from media e3 expo.com it says registered e3 journalists the entertainment software association was made aware yesterday of a website vulnerability on the exhibitor portal section of the e3 website unfortunately a vulnerability was was exploited, and that list became public. We regret this happened and are sorry. We provide ESA members and exhibitors a media list on a password-protected exhibitor site so they can invite you to E3 press events, connect you for interviews, and let you know what they're showcasing. For more than 20 years, there's never been an issue. When we found out, we took down the E3 exhibitor portal and ensured that media list was no longer available on the E3 website. Again, we apologize for the inconvenience and have already taken the steps to ensure this will not happen again.
0: Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. Uh Huh. Good job there, guys, I guess. Uh, so, this is fucking awful in a lot of different ways. We unfortunately live in a time and age where just being a part of games media means that you are a target. For people that hate you because they disagree with your opinion. That you gave something a 9 instead of a 9.5 or a 9.75 means they want mm-hmm. to target you for harassment. That they want you to fucking die or break your fingers or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And to hear that people are already being harassed through their private channels like their phone and such is disgusting and deplorable. And it is just one of those things... Where it's like, in a better world, it wouldn't have even, like, mattered that much where it's like, oh, Mm. fuck, private data got out there, you fucking idiots, and then it's like, there's not a huge risk or harm to the individuals involved, but apparently, there's a big old bullseye painted on anyone that writes articles it's
1: ridiculous it's just like well that information was out there like you said in a better world people could have looked at it and walked away from yeah it. i'm
0: like, but what the then fuck is people,
1: this? people share it and then people take advantage of the fact that it's out there and start harassing and doing things they shouldn't be doing like why
0: it doesn't matter that like why are you so mad <laughs> why are you so mad yeah. about this shit get the fuck out of here. What is this? And the, 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 I thought, I honestly thought like Gamergate was like ended at some point where it was just like, everyone pointed them out for what hmm. they are, which is just like, yo, you're a harassment campaign yeah. essentially. Well, then they all migrated to Comicsgate. Oh my God. That's true. Yeah. Came back. Yeah. And then came back to Gamersgate where they're just like, Oh shit. We, we got some good news. <laughs> fuck. It's terrible. And I think ESA, like this doesn't feel like enough. Like it feels like there needs to be some sort of like culpability involved here. Yeah. I'm not even sure what, like, we need some sort of guarantee that their systems can never do this again. Not just a fucking statement on your blog. <laughs> Nothing like this has ever happened before. Yeah. Then well, yeah. yeah.
1: And I can't believe they just kind of willy nilly posted it all too.
0: Imagine this happening to, like, press covering, like, the fucking uh, presidential campaign and stuff. Right. You know? Like, how bad would that be? They'd be extradited. They'd be in prison. There's people, like, crazy enough to fucking murder people over their opinions. And having that information just leaked out, readily available to everyone, that is not just a violation. Mm -hmm. It is an inhumane and dangerous fucking thing to have happen. Well,
1: especially when people are so willing to... Dox people and stalk right. people. Like, people like Alana Pierce are so used to people tracking her down and finding her information and contacting her family and all the stuff that, like, normal people shouldn't be doing. Or even the stuff with, like, Twitch where it's like, oh, okay, uh, I see where you're streaming from. I figured out your IP address. I'm going to fucking swat you. Like, I don't understand what goes on through these people's heads who think this level of, like, engagement and harassment is okay.
0: Dude, somebody on Instagram, like, some, or I think they're a streamer as well, fucking yeah. got murdered. A young girl Mm -hmm. got murdered by somebody that was, like, a follower of hers and was DMing her and shit. And, like, when his advances got rebuffed, she Mm. was killed. Yeah. That's... We live in this fucking age. So this is a serious goddamn thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I I know a lot of people are panicking pretty hard, trying to find out if they were on the list, uh, lawyering up, as as you say. And, I mean, rightfully so. Like, people engage with e3 and go out there as a privilege and have a shared love of the industry and want to report and just talk about video games and be there and i feel like you imbue a certain level of trust in a company when you're when you give them that sort of information like going out there as a reporter or as media or whatever and you're like cool none of my shit's going to get compromised. I have this relationship with these this company that I've been attending for years, and, you know, I always come to E3, and it feels safe to me in that regard, you know? But now it's not. This is going to spoil... So many people, and it's gonna have people reluctant to even want to go back next year. I feel,
0: uh, yeah, like undoubtedly, super like, undoubtedly. And I wonder if that's gonna trickle down, just like uh, uh Georgina was saying that big companies gonna be like, fuck you, because mm-hmm. it wasn't just like I also heard that it was also some game devs' information mm-hmm. that got out there, too. Like, oh, shit. that's like highly sensitive information, uh, yeah, <laughs> through and through, home addresses and shit. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't trust the say, like after this shit Mm -hmm. after what how they manage their shit and uh, that that conversation of oh is e3 uh even still relevant um yeah they're super relevant now avoid it
1: (laughs) fuck wow
0: that shit sucks
1: i mean it's it sucks in the first place that we were having conversations about e3 and attendance drop off and if it's still relevant anymore but like this is not a good conversation to be having about them at all It's not a good luck. I wonder if this is going to be the point where like it starts to splinter and fall off and we see an emergence of a new style of like uh, expo and convention down the line, whether it's all digital stuff now or or what, because people don't have the trust in in public events like that or giving out their information so readily.
0: Yeah, I wonder (laughs) that 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 affects coverage. Honestly, the people that were Mm. supposed to like evangelize the video games that are there and the big companies that are, you know, they got a Call of Duty 18 and a half Mm. and shit are not gonna want to show up there and it's like that might result in oh shit mm-hmm. the relevancy is taken down another notch where it's like we need to figure out another avenue mm-hmm. to display our games and get it to the press so that they can evangelize for us mm-hmm. so it's like ah oh wow you you done did a bad you done did a bad you say that's that's what i gotta say done i don't even know what the thought process was there was no thought. What? It was a, I bet you it was some sort of stupid boneheaded fucking accident, but it was like, Probably. how did that even happen? I want to know how this happened. <laughs> they keep on going like, oh, it was a, a security fault, right? A security vulnerability. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean, a security vulnerability? Were you attacked? Were you doxed? Or or was it something that you did?
1: I feel like to call it a vulnerability is just an easy walk back to kind of cover their own ass. I feel yeah. like it was just a dumb, dumb, careless mistake. And they don't really know how to deal with it head on because like this has never happened before this has literally never happened before it's okay. still pretty early on though so like I I don't even want to know the volume of stories we're going to hear in the next week in terms of people being harassed or being scared off of social media or the right. lawsuits that are going to sue like this I feel like this is going to be something going on for weeks
0: right and like uh, members of the media were like uh, you know sending out recommendations to their social channels about mm-hmm. getting like two step verification on their accounts mm-hmm. and changing their phone numbers and stuff. Stuff like that and just mm-hmm. like letting them know letting uh, your phone provider like know why and they'll like assist mm-hmm. you and stuff so like whatever you need to do to protect yourselves out there please do please yeah. look it up please uh don't suffer through this because the esa decided to be the fucking esa so
1: this is like two thousand people lost their wallets
0: in a really big terrible way <laughs> like a
1: <laughs> <laughs> like and it's not as easy as just like canceling all your cards or getting a new ID it's like no like People know where you live, people know your phone numbers, people know your loved one's phone numbers, your loved one's contact mm-hmm. information, just because it's so easy to then look up all that information right. by proxy. Ah, man, it's a mess. Holy shit. It's <laughs> <That's> a big fucking <laughs> yeah, like mess. I want
0: to. I, I think this one's going to develop, Daniel. Yeah. I think oh, it's gonna it develop. is. We don't it know is. nothing right now. It's no. going to develop right now, okay? But we're going to steer away... From this bullshittery. I think we dodged a bullet,
1: though, by not going to E3 as media.
0: I think we dodged a bullet by uh, not being known. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's go to the positivity, dude. Mm -hmm. I want to do something. This is an element that we don't have in our podcast sometimes, but we talk about video games, and we should really do it. Mm -hmm. This is a game shout-out of the week, buddy. Okay, sometimes we do that. Mr. Vargy, Vargy J. Shout-out to Vargy. Thank you, Vargy. He uh, dropped into our save room Discord, and he said, hey, check out this trailer for this game. Looks pretty dope. And not only was he right, he was super right. This is called The Blackout Club, and apparently it's available for Steam or PC... Xbox One, uh, PS4 right now. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It is a, uh, well, this is a description. The Blackout Club is a first-person co-op horror game centered around a group of teenage friends investigating a monstrous secret beneath the skin of their small town. Every night, everyone in town gets out of bed and sleepwalks. <laughs> Sounds like Renton. In the morning, they wake up with no recollection of what happened or where they were. Sounds like you- you and your friends must team up to overcome the powerful forces that are arrayed against you arrayed that's a great one Mm. using tools such as drones noisemakers and grappling hooks you will outwit and outmaneuver the adults while attempting to obtain and record evidence that will prove what is happening to the rest of the world with procedural elements that changes goals enemies loot and more no two nights in the neighborhood will be the same no one believes you join the blackout club and make them see the truth that's <laughs> Pretty crazy, but Yo. they're just sleepwalking, right? Like what are they
1: Well, if they grab a hold like...
0: of you, they might fucking murder your ass or, or mm-hmm. something. I, I was watching some uh, footage today and I think you could do up to four players, I think one to five actually okay. uh co-op and you're supposed to help each other like navigate. Sometimes you can't see these fucking things until you close your eyes in the game. So you can't see the rest of the environment, but you'll see like them, and you'll also see like weird they live messages on posters and stuff within oh. the environment that says like what it actually says. Where it's like e- kill <laughs> like, and shit like that there's like this that's um, awesome super ominous vibe to it i've uh, a few reviews say that it's like right now it's really buggy but it's such a fascinating mess of a game mm-hmm. i think it's really cool it, it, it's a different concept where it's like co-op horror but not done in a way where it's just like hey you know you, you got guns and stuff like left 4 dead style like you, you have to work together it sounds fucking cool I think it's twenty nine ninety nine. right Developed now. by question, published
1: by question. Yes. Platform Windows? Yeah. Microsoft? Okay, it's on Steam. Interesting.
0: Very cool. Yeah. It's a good shit. It's got yeah. a cool trailer.
1: I will have to check that out. I p- honestly probably should have checked it out before we sat down. Don't even worry about it that. It looks first person. That's
0: kind of cool. It's first person. Shit. Yeah. Co- co-op vibes.
1: We do like our co-op games here and there. We do, but yeah.
0: when's the last time that me and you played a co-op game daniel
1: like a couch co-op game overwatch doesn't count every time you try and get me to play overcooked overcooked literally every time we,
0: that's yeah. the last one we don't fucking play division i popped that sucker in today because mm-hmm. i was like uh oh, i'm having some really trash matches in overwatch i was like let me put this shit down let me get in there and mix it up i
1: somewhere. think we, we both went like two separate ways with it where like i was playing overwatch before we sat down and then I, I jumped over to days gone and then you were playing overwatch and you jumped over to fucking division yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. that's kind of how it went we gotta play these co-op games son you never play co-op we should it's just uh don't we both have friday the 13th i might
1: have downloaded it when it was free did you yeah okay was it free or was dead by daylight free both were free okay
0: at some point i have PS plus because i'm
1: i have one of them i don't
0: think i have both you have one of them okay fuck yeah i don't think you have dead by daylight but if you do i have that one okay i have both of those
1: it's just it takes so much energy these days to get me to even like want to play a game, and then to have to like doubly engage with it with other people. It's just like eh, I don't know if I always have the mental, oh man, willpower to like engage. Yeah, you're like just that. vitamin
0: D deficient, dog. I am. We need to get you some sunny D up in those bones.
1: I spent like a few minutes out in the sun today. I was like, oh, I feel refreshed. Let me yeah. go back inside now. I felt strong.
0: Be good for the rest of the week. I felt strong again. Yeah, that's what we get. We need to play some co-op. Games myself. Well, if they if they release a new Left for Dead, mm-hmm. and we ended up just not playing that game like more than a couple of times You're together, insane. I'd be like, what the fuck? You're insane. We would totally play that. No, oh,
1: you think we would? Yeah. Well, you think what we was would? it? Back for Blood, the one that uh Turtle Beach is coming or Turtle Rock? Turtle Beach Turtle Rock. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would totally be down to play that because I like that style of co op game. Yeah. It's it gets weird when it's just like oh there are these. Single player slash multiplayer games where you could play a campaign by yourself, but it's recommended you play it with people. Most of the time, I'm going to play it by myself. That's just how I am. That's how <laughs> I, I, I know. engage with it. Especially I know. when there's like the a story way. thread.
0: I'm the same way yeah. sometimes, but sometimes it's good to just get in there and mix it up. Mm-hmm. We had some great Destiny days as a Soul Skater. Oh, we did,
1: Daniel. It was great. It
0: was some great times.
1: What else? We, we got into Dead Island pretty hard together back in the day. Dead Island was fucking yeah. great.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand by that to this day. People want to trash on Dead Island. Not only are you wrong, but look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Trick to you. You're wrong. You're One wrong.
1: <laughs> we bought it again back in like 20. 20- yeah, the remaster? Yeah, when the remaster came out. And we played it for like an hour and that was it.
0: That was it. Yeah. Because like, hey, you know, it's still like a PS3 game. Mm-hmm. So,
1: <laughs> I imagined we were going to play Wolfenstein Youngblood together. But since you got it digital, I don't imagine you got like the deluxe share edition.
0: No, I sure didn't. Okay. So. And I'm kind of glad I didn't. Okay so i'm okay on that one mm. i i think it would have been fine i don't know I, fe- I feel like we would have lost interest playing co-op after a while maybe because like it's i think it's easy to get off into different branches of like your leveling mm-hmm. and where you're doing and shit that's true yeah um uh,
1: we played Co- uh cuphead for a bit together
0: cuphead we tried playing yeah yeah fun. yeah, yeah. We that did was good. like
1: we had to kind of like sync ourselves and get drift compatible good. with the levels and how fast it
0: is we haven't played marvel together we gotta play marvel, we gotta play marvel together. Play uh, marvel together maybe just maybe you're not interested in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3? The I'm, Black Order? I'm interested in it. I just
1: uh, haven't wanted to play it yet.
0: You just haven't it's wanted like, to
1: play it? It's, it's like when Overcooked 2 came out last August, and you're like, oh, we got to play it right away. And I didn't end up playing it until, like, October.
0: You played it for, like, a minute.
1: Two hours, maybe. <laughs> it, it took a few months. I ended up playing it with you and Jess when she came out. Yes. So it, yes. It, yeah, it took some time. Fuck. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you. Now we got to get back on the co-op train, dog. Mm. You need to get those good, good co-ops are there
1: any other co-op games coming out this year i imagine like we'll get down on the new call of duty there's probably.
0: there's there's some there's that new randy pitchford uh joint
1: oh borderlands 3 borderlands 3 okay, is so, co-op so for Sure, dog. we'll get into you that Think
0: we'll get in the Co- borderlands 3 i'll pick it up right away i'm gonna do it that's a weak one for me that's a weak one yeah you calling it
1: a week one? <laughs> like uh, a week one buy. Man, it doesn't sound good anyway. That's it. a
0: save room week one. <laughs> I'm going to buy it the week it comes out. There we go. I like that. Yeah. I still need to track down Fire Emblem, by the way, speaking of picking up stuff. Mm. I'm determined now. I hope you get it. You think Target will have it? You think Target will have, Target will have the, there's, there's the children that there? war? <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello, Tarjay manager. I am looking for the game with the anime children that war with each other and they love church. I think that's uh, the point of Fire Emblem, right? Loving church? Uh, they go to church. Do they? Yeah, they're churchgoers.
1: I know nothing about Fire Emblem. I think I'm more taught tra- you a lot. I'm more attracted to like the branding and like the cover art than I yeah. ever have been invested in the games.
0: They had, so. fi- they had Fire Emblem Warriors, and I know I would like it. Mm. I like every Warriors game, with the exception of one or two. But I like them a lot. They're fun. Shit. They're fun. It's my shit. Danny, we don't have any topic for this show?
1: We don't. So this is why, Um, like, this kind of leg has been kind of a meandering mess. Because we
0: put a lot of preparedness into, like, one or two bits of the show. And then it's just like, let's see where the spirit of the podcast takes us. Some weeks are
1: definitely, definitely more orchestrated than others. Yes. uh, Especially in the zaniness. True. uh, Like coming up with lists for goofy merchandise items or our hot take hot, episode
0: hot take episode the hot take game was great
1: that was great that was great i want to play another game like that with you sometime. i want
0: to play games with
1: you uh, i was just
0: talking about how i want to fucking play games with okay. oh or are you talking about like board games
1: like uh, just games like i want to play games, battleship maybe. with you
0: okay how about lists you list, want to do like list, you want to do like a like a list. list a
1: hot topic event, top
0: 10 what do you mean hot topic like event? let's like just come a up with clearance like... sale on uh on uh I can't name a band that they would sell. Suicide Silence? Savage Garden. Savage Garden? <laughs> Pretty hate machine shirts. The best of hits.
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe like uh, we'll pick like three topics each and we'll just kind of go fast. Three through-
0: topics each? Yeah. You just got to make up a topic right now? Yeah. This seems hard. Give me top two games that should have a horror game spinoff.
1: Top two games that have should have a horror game But the
0: spin-off. original doesn't have a horror theme.
1: I would like a division expansion much like i don't know oh, that's pretty good undead nightmare where it's like it just takes the base game and there's always a horse in and Dead on nightmare. Like, Undead nightmare the nightmare the fucking <laughs>
0: alpha and omega of yeah. zombie uh, expansions but imagine yeah. like
1: kind of just uh, like a a division expansion where you're in the dark zone or maybe somewhere in new york or dc and you're just like Ooh, fighting zombie or everything's like a dark zone. shit
0: yeah i want more paranormal like i want fucking like the winged vampire or gargoyles oh <laughs> and like you don't see them at first like you're just walking through dc streets and you're like oh that's just a statue and it's like no it comes alive there aren't <laughs>
1: enough games with gargoyles in there.
0: there's them. a severe lack of games hey with gargoyles. super
1: massive put gargoyles gargoyles in division. nailed it what's another one
0: division gargoyle expansion <laughs> what's another game? <laughs> we gotta roll around we're doing it we're doing it
1: I wouldn't mind like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance Zombies You Marvel Zombies is the game Marvel Zombies
0: the game Marvel Zombies is the game there it is mm, it's simple but yeah. I like it it's but it effective. could work only if I get to play as uh, Ash Williams because there was a Marvel Zombies cra- crossover with him mm. and Howard the Duck bit his brain just fucking chewed his brain. That whole crossover that
1: like AU event was so fascinating. I'm like, what is happening?
0: Normal zombies. Galactus is a zombie. I love it. I love it. Was, it. it was wild. All right, you got to give me a topic, Daniel.
1: Topic, topic, topic,
0: topic, topic, topic. Top of your head, topic.
1: Okay, what are some games that, or IPs rather, that you would have liked to have seen Telltale do?
0: Telltale. Do? Yeah, like
1: narrative games.
0: Um, I would want telltale Stephen King's The Stand. Oh my god! I would want the stand as a Telltale, like, but it couldn't be four episodes. It would have to be like twelve. Okay. It would have to be twelve.
1: Yeah. I feel like anything Stephen King related would be fun, like The Mist, like a narrative.
0: Oh, The Mist would be so good as a Telltale game. Holy shit!
1: Well, because you could have like different. I'm I'm basing it off the movie, not necessarily the show, but like you could have just like. Or the book?
0: No, no, nobody. The show. (laughs) The show. Nobody
1: talks about the show. What the
0: fuck? There's no show, Daniel. There's just a mistake. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> the, mist- <take>. the mistake. The <laughs> mistake. Um, no, because that
1: can be fun. Because you could have like four or five yeah. different perspectives throughout the store and how they're d- handling different like elements and horrors
0: and. Yeah, cool I like stuff. that. Yeah. I like that. A lot of Stephen King shit. I that's the thing that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. If they had a Stephen King adaptation of any sort, I would have been into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Dark Tower i don't know all right what's another one what's another one uh that that i want telltale to take on oh man oh what's ip daniel what's i would have IP? loved to have seen them do
1: more of like saga yeah, that's exactly what i was gonna say like yep. independent comics and stuff like exactly that because w- they were doing the walk with fable
0: yes <laughs> yes so, so it's either saga or why the last man mm. would make really good fucking telltale That'd be really tales. cool yep yep there we go Fuck Nailed yeah. it. oh shit i need a topic for you
1: Oh man! Okay, so we d- we did one each. We got two more to go.
0: Okay, um, <laughs> you got two games, two games, Daniel. Sure. You're stuck on a desert island because oh you were in a Boeing 737. <laughs> <And> it crashed. <laughs> it crashed. You're on a desert island. You got plenty of food. Uh-huh. You got coconuts. You got a monkey friend. Do I have Wilson? But you don't have Wilson. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. The monkey friend should be enough. I didn't think that you needed to replicate everything Tom Hanks has done in his life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got two games two motherfucking games doesn't matter the generation mm-hmm. you only got these two which two
1: do i have a wi-fi connection like an internet connection
0: are you saying if you can play an online game yeah i'll give it to you yes
1: okay overwatch would for sure be one of oh, them. shit overwatch okay. would <laughs> <exactly> <laughs> i should have be one of them damn
0: i, I should have known
1: and what would be my second one what's your second game Oh my god, I have to search my soul for got, a second. You got
0: coconuts, you got crabs, you got a monkey friend his name is Blythe. <laughs> so
1: me and Blythe are playing fucking Overwatch. Okay, we're doing AI right. AI You're training. You're passing the and controller. <laughs> you only
0: got one controller. Yes. Sorry. Blythe is better than I mean, God, but than not me. a merciful God, Daniel. <laughs> What's your second? game? I
1: feel like um, Ocarina of Time would be an obvious answer because, like, that is a game that I can yeah. play over and over and over and over again. That's a Daniel answer. Um, that is for sure. I expected that.
0: But if you wanted, to, like, really fucking trick me, mm-hmm. just be like, "Oh, I want Near Automata with me up <laughs> there in the island." No, what would what would be not Ocarina if you if, if there was anything in this world one. that was not. The Zelda game that I knew you would pick.
1: Final Fantasy X would be one of those games, or Kingdom Hearts, the first Kingdom Hearts. I feel like those are two games that I've played at so many different points in my life, and every time I go back to it, it's still enjoyable because there's such a breadth of content and stuff to do with it. Gotcha.
0: You had two options, and you gave me four. Awesome. Yeah, (laughs) I really did. Okay. That's that true gamer entitlement, Daniel. Final
1: Fantasy X. Fuck it
0: fucking hell okay 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 okay. for you yes we give have topic.
1: four months left of the year give me your top five most anticipated for the rest of the year five yeah top five
0: that's, that's a lot
1: i could think of five
0: okay death stranding i am interested mm. in getting it and i want to dive into Ko- kojima's fucked up head mm-hmm. just get in there and just surf okay um i am <laughs> <You just surf. laughs> i'm looking forward to legitimately pokemon sword and shield mm. i i wasn't expecting that actually. i think it's gonna be a, a high relaxement game for me because mm. they don't really exert that much fucking stress for me every time i played them and i remember the last time i played pokemon for 3ds i think it was x right mm-hmm. uh i enjoyed the shit out of myself i actually got through that entire game of course oh
1: wait you didn't play sun and moon
0: no i didn't play sun and okay. moon okay no 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 okay No, we don't do Hawaii, Daniel. We don't speak Mm. about shit. We don't get Hawaiian rolls. We don't talk about Hawaii. We don't do it!
1: (laughs) (laughs) You scared the cat.
0: (laughs) Uh, Search 2. I'm legitimately looking forward to Search 2. I was talking about it today. I think it's going to be a huge improvement over the first one. It Mm -hmm. is fucking Exosuit Dark Souls. How can you say no to that one? Um, There's like a big one I'm missing, right? I got two more on here. I know I'm going to get Borderlands, but I don't know if it's like my... Top top anticipated, mm-hmm. like I know it's just gonna be more Borderlands. Sure. Right? So like I'm not too insane, insane O in the head about that one. Yeah, because
1: like even us talking about it in the Discord or across episodes, like I know yeah. it's gonna happen and I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna have fun, but like my hype isn't there. It's not there it's for It's not it. through the roof.
0: Actually my hype is stronger for it, and this is gonna be number four. Uh Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Fuck yeah, I want a that one. game and fuck yeah, I'm super excited about it. Uh and then I think we got a late one this year. Oh Oh, I'm a fool. I'm a fool for not Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh, he's excited for Luigi and the Luigi boy. Isn't it interesting? I have two Nintendo jammies on there.
1: Yeah, for as like as much as you've waned as like a Nintendo diehard over the last few years, mm. with the I I feel like the the Switch has brought you back, like it has most people. Switch brought me back, and that's crazy that you have two Nintendo games on the list.
0: Honorable I'm mentions sorry. would also include uh, Zelda: Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That's a good one. Um, but I'm probably more excited for Luigi's Mansion for indescribable reasons. Uh, he's just a spooky boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a spooky boy. That game just looks like it's gonna bring me nothing but just like sheer ghostly joy, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I want.
1: I'm excited to finally play a Luigi's Mansion game. So.
0: Yeah, and then Modern Warfare does get an honorable mention because um, you play it every year. Because I play it every year, yeah. but it's like, again, that's another one of those things where it's like, of course I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, oh, Outer Worlds will also get a mention in there, because I definitely want that game. Okay. But, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be as invested as everyone else is. We'll see. Apparently you can
1: kill everybody in that game.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Apparently it's just fucking chaos. I'm going to bump kill it up Kill every a NPC.
0: Bit. I'm going to bump it up a little bit, though. Okay. Do we got to do one more topic for you? Is that it? Are we done? Bye? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need another round of topics. Fuck. I need another round. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh, everything I do is horror theme, though. That's fine. It's your brand. It is my brand. If you had a video game that you could play as one slasher, which one would it be? Where you're him, you're the stalker, you're the killer. Which game would you play?
1: What do you? So an existing IP, existing IP, where they're just a murderer,
0: just a murderer. Huh. I guess it's a weird one. It is a weird one. And we also have. (laughs) we also have a few games already that are like let you play as a slasher friday the 13th yeah like one of the more prominent one
1: i mean i think of i think of mario as a murderer in a way (laughs) you know (laughs) he's he's killing those goombas and right killing his way through the koopa universe
0: i got you that exists though so you can really you can already do that daniel
1: so i have to come up with
0: a new just come up with another one Hmm. i don't know how much how much do you like slasher movies though
1: a lot. I like, I like sl- So slasher movies are actually my favorite subgenre of horror. Like, yeah, okay. Like, so I'd probably go to Scream, I think. I think, like, an asynchronous Scream game would be cool. Okay. Where it's, like, you, you got your four college mates or high school mates or wherever it's set, because, I don't know, usually spans in that age group, usually high school age or college age. And then, you know, obviously, one of you is the killer. Maybe two of you are the killer, because Scream often has multiple killers. Mm. And I think it'd be fun... To be Ghostface Killer and kill people in doggy doors and slash their throats and gut them and hang them from a tree. Oh, okay. I see where
0: you're going with this. All that. Aw, man. I would chose Freddy because, like, if you could somehow control all of his crazy illusions and stuff and, like, control the environment, that would be such a cool game. That would be cool. That would be really interesting.
1: Was there ever an alien game where you could play as the alien? Yes. Okay
0: uh alien versus predator by rebellion okay uh aliens versus predator i should say mm-hmm. uh you could play as a xenomorph and the controls for actually going onto the roof mm-hmm. were fucking slick as fuck Okay. like it was That's so fun. well done it was so easy to go from like vertical and like upside down kind of gameplay mm-hmm. and then just sneak up behind somebody and eat their brains it mm. was great that was a great that game that sounds fun it was fun it was fun, man. We should get a new Aliens versus Predator game,
1: dog. <laughs> like every few year every few episodes, you call for that. I
0: do. Yeah. I really do. Or any just another Aliens game. Mm-hmm. Maybe that you know. I know a lot of people want an Isolation sequel. I'm less about an Isolation sequel.
1: I'm on the fence about it because I only got so far into Isolation in the first place. I got stuck. I kind of was dumb about it. But
0: it's just because I'm an Aliens kid. I'm, a, I'm a Jimmy Cameron uh, Aliens kid. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to blast the aliens, not fucking like hide from them. Yeah. Come on, man. Wish fulfillment.
1: <laughs> I'm stuck between two on this next one for you. Okay. So maybe we'll go another round. What is a video game property that you would like to see as a musical?
0: As a musical? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a specific question. Ah, yeah. a uh, video game property as a musical. Because it gets
1: weird. Like, the, you think of Evil Dead the musical, right? Like, yes, I just do. That's wild
0: and out there. Yes, I do. I think I got an interesting one for you. Okay. Silent Hill. <laughs> I think you could do a lot of cool things with like doing the set changes. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about like a live musical by the way? <laughs> yeah, a live Cause musical. that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like the stage set, performance. Yeah. The set changes would be cool going from like the normal world to like the other world and then just blasting fog into the audience. <laughs> the like kind of constant, the siren and shit. <laughs> Such a fucking assault on the senses. And then it's already, dude, all the nurses doing synchronized dancing is already ready based. That's true. Right. You it's know, they're going around pyramid head and doing their fucking ballerina dances and shit. And then he like you know he's like breaking mannequins and stuff. He doesn't sing. He just dances. He's just like a figure that dances. It'll be
1: talked about and
0: dissected for years. For years, I think it's going to be really, really, really influential. Cisco's going to come back from the dead
1: to review <laughs> the stage play.
0: I don't think you reviewed plays. Um, <laughs> he will. He will for this one. <laughs> yeah, You're like, right. Shit, I moved. <laughs> You're right. I think you could do some cool things. Yeah. But I would want a combination of the few of the games. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Get like one, one through three. Just do like combo musical mm-hmm. and have uh, uh akira yeah, yamamoka provide the music oh my so God. we're still doing the trip hop <laughs> kind, of, kind of background you know sickness unto foolish death I've, all of
1: those it hits. would be such an interesting like orchestra hit right. of like you know string arrangements but then yeah. like an electronic like producers on there doing oh stuff. for sure
0: for sure for, <laughs> for sure i think that <laughs> that's this, cool this makes sense yeah this makes sense. we need it uh let's see let me see what i got in my heart for you mm-hmm my heart for you, Daniel. Um, if there was one, <laughs> I, mean, I can't even imagine what you're going to say. I can't imagine what I'm going to say. Cause I haven't finished thinking about what I want to say.
1: <laughs> this all the fly shit. Is. This is like video game podcast
0: improvisation. And it's the worst. It's the worst. It's People are going to love it though. No, they won't. Okay. No, they won't. Vargie might. He likes us. Vargy likes us. Vargie likes us. Let's see. Ooh, I guess if we're doing some, like, you know, fantasy in the head shit, what is one video game world that, actually, I make these things worse. I was about to say that you want to visit, and I'm just like, that you have to live the rest of your life in. (laughs) So if you could just tell me what is one video game universe that you're just like, this is the rest of my existence. <laughs> am I the
1: star of the universe or am I like a, a side character?
0: No, you're a side character.
1: For oh, sure. fuck. Okay. You just live
0: in the universe. You okay. don't get to be Cloud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't get to be Link. No. I don't get to be the mayor. Oh, nope. wow. Okay. Nope. So nope. You're just a
0: guy. You're I... still Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a, it's a chance for a new start, Daniel. Yeah. Like you're still Daniel, but like I, you know, you could be whoever you want in that universe, and you could even be a part of like whatever subset of mm-hmm. like you know superhumans, whatever you want to be. But you know, you're not you're not gonna be Cloud. <laughs> not gonna be Cloud. You're not gonna be Cloud. You're not gonna be a, you're not gonna be Nathan Drake. You're gonna be like Nathan Drake's like you know
1: like you're killing all the good possibilities driver (laughs) i don't want to be his driver i'm not
0: asking you which video game character do you want to be i'm asking you which universe would you live the rest of your mortal life in (laughs) (laughs) i feel like
1: (laughs) oh this is hard wind waker would be fun wind waker yeah yeah Yeah. because i like i like being by the water And I think it'd be fun to be a seafarer. And there's a routine in this world, you know? Like, you go to island to island, I could have a job. Um, I might get to interact with some cool honeys, maybe involve myself in some mischief. I might get to be a part of somebody's side quest at some point. I might get to meet the Hero of Time, even. That makes sense. That makes plenty of sense.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: I like it. Yeah, that's all I got for that. Oh, that's fine. Because all the other ones, I'm like, oh, fucking Skyrim. That could be fun, like a fantasy world. I could be the Dovakin maybe. I could fight dragons. Seems like there might be a lot of problems. There. Exactly. I was like, I could get fucking <laughs> attacked by a Khajiit. or yeah, fucking very true. You know, get killed by the the Brotherhood. Very true. Wait, Is it the Brotherhood? <clears throat>
0: uh, what in Skyrim? We
1: oh, yeah, have the Silent Society, the assassin group. What is that?
0: I think it's the Brotherhood. Okay. Or is the Brotherhood of Shadow? Or is that from Mortal Kombat? I don't know. Hmm. I would live in Outworld. <laughs> Did you tweet that? I did. Really? Who did you tweet that to? <laughs> no, it, it was the thing. It was like, hey, which video game? Like, pick a month and the video game property that's like assigned to it, and mm. like tell me what, what, like, what world are you living in? Yeah. Mortal Kombat was appropriately mine. Yeah, if I had to really think about where I'd want to go, oh my god, <sighs> probably just uh, Tony Hawk's Underground. You know, that's and a fun I w- one. I would skate with Bam Margera. It'd be fucking great, yeah. dude. I'd have to learn how to skate.
1: You have to learn how to ride a bike first.
0: And put up with Bam Margera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a task into
0: itself. <laughs> really though.
1: All right. We can keep doing this. Let's wrap it up. Let's I'm getting up the like shit so up. fucking I'm so hot. I feel, I feel like I'm about to mess
0: <clears> out. It's no, so that's, okay. that's okay. That's Okay. Guys, thank you for your ears. Mm-hmm. We have been the save room. Uh catch us on mix I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know how to use it. Uh, uh catch
1: us at uh Pax <clears throat> West doing a pan oh wait.
0: That's a while. We'll probably have another episode before probably. PAX. Yeah, after
1: you yeah. get back from uh, North Carolina, I'm sure and, we'll and do And they something. didn't
0: ask us to do any fucking promotion, so you know. No, they didn't. Yeah. We didn't get the we didn't get the verification. Oh, fuck. I know. Uh but Pax be cool, I think. I think I'm gonna be buy cool. some yeah. stupid gamer shirts. Do some ooh, outreach. Ooh, 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 Fan Gamer has a really legit fucking Silent Hill set that they mm. just came out with. They have the vinyl for Silent Hill 2 soundtrack. Mm. Uh, three is the best, though, so fuck off, everyone. <laughs> um, they might have three. That'd be great. And they have two t-shirts. One is just like a really cool design on white, bold. And the other one is the fucking dog from the dog ending in part two. Oh, that's neat. And That's like, a fun little knot. Yeah, yeah. And it's like at got cr- this crazy, like, all this art around it and all that shit. So check mm-hmm. out Fangamer. They don't promote us or sponsor us. No, but they have pro- a lot of cool designs and merchandise. They're cool shit. They're cool shit. Yeah. Out of, like, all video game merch companies, they probably have, like, some of the most innovative designs. Uh, yeah, I'd say. And the freshest designs, the most stylistic and fashionista, are from, uh, was it OneCoin? Coin Gamer? Maybe. One, OneCoin? I don't know. <laughs> it's probably Coin. The UK yeah. one. They're good. They have a Resident Evil Two set that was fucking. Oh, cool. Anyway, anyway, but yeah. Okay. Well, bye. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Catching (laughs) up with our antics, letting us have a fun on the yeah. You're sweating. I'm sweating so. I feel like I'm about to pass out. This is so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, Okay. But yeah, we This hot. a hot boy summer. This is
1: sweaty boy summer. Sweaty boy summer. All right, roommates, we love you. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.